Good evening. Welcome to A Plays in Peoria. Um, where tonight we are brought to you from, or we are coming to you live from Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And we are at the Billy Squire Museum. Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's really fucking loud in here. I don't know how we're going to last. Just it was loud when we were in there. We had yeah. to step outside for a second. It's still Hopefully. loud out here. Hopefully they'll stop playing the music. We'll check periodically. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are at the Billy Squire Museum. On and it's Thanksgiving, which yeah. I've heard they just constantly play. But I don't know. Well, it's not, it's hadn't stopped since we've been here. <laughs> no, for <mind>. like three hours. <laughs> and uh, today our guest is Adam Harris. Welcome. Adam. Oh, thank you uh, for, for having me. Thanks, thanks for, for uh, yeah yep. inviting us awesome. here. This place is great. Um, uh, oh, I invited you here. Yes, yeah. I invited you to I the museum. No problem. Yeah, so, does, every Thanksgiving, Adam comes here to the see to the museum yes yeah, yeah that's true i because i love their squire cones <laughs> snow cones that you get in the gift shop not billy squire just the squire cone just the squire cones. <laughs> <laughs> are they sculpted like him yeah oh yeah they're great God. they're amazing you get them in cherry great <laughs> tasty lemon and oh, sexy wow. awesome. yes. tasty and sexy now, of course, uh, we didn't get here by our own good graces. We had to uh, pay to get here. Our sponsor, though, helped us along. Uh, so to pay the bills, we've got an ad for you. Um, this is an interesting one. This is actually sponsored by the country of Ethiopia. Yep. Uh they, 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 all right. Here, I'll just, I'll tell you what they're. Uh, they are land. Ethiopia is a land of opportunity. It's beautiful. It's an, it has unimaginable possibilities. Um, <laughs> thousands of Ethiopian Like that Jodie Foster movie where she goes like back in time. Yes. Caesar. Contact. Yeah, contact. Yeah. They can do that. Yep. They, <laughs> their land is so vast. It's open to share because thousands of Ethiopian kids are dying like, I, like every day or... Yeah, about each day. So... We need to expand. Basically, Ethiopia wants to open its borders and invite its neighboring countries. Not really open them. Keep them closed. Uh, from the <laughs> pamphlet they gave me, they want to keep them oh. closed, but they want the borders to expand a lot okay. into the neighboring countries. So a bit into the ocean, too. You can't get into Ethiopia, but they will grow into your territory. Yeah, and you should yeah. let them have it because they're doing unimaginable stuff. With endless possibilities. Like <laughs> They're, it's like what? Gerrymandering. Like it, they're just redrawing the border. Yeah. To include. But it's way bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the things they export, like, the, here's the thing. If you expand with them, yes, you can't go into Ethiopia, but you have, you don't have to pay shipping costs now on your imports. Yeah. Like uh, coffee. Their coffee is fantastic. Other oil seeds. You want, if you let them expand um, into your country, you'll be in Ethiopia and you won't have to pay that. Bovines. I mean, you don't have yeah. to pay. Yeah, bovine, like, everything. Dried fruit and mangoes. Not just cows, um, but everything shaped like yeah. that. Yeah, they grow Milk, some really good dried fruit there. Butter. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so, yeah, so you just, Ethiopia is they're they're talking to these specific countries they're talking to you sudan let them let us in they're talking to you eritrea let us in djibouti let us in somalia come on now and not even <laughs> the least kenya 
Yep, we want some of that. <laughs> now, where's Uganda? Is Uganda around there? I think, uh, you know what, I thought so too, but I... They don't want any of that. I don't Uganda, think they... Didn't they just make a list get, of every homosexual yeah. that's not, like, known? They don't want it. They don't do well together. They don't they're, want no part of it. That's stupid. Not open to you guys. I mean, Aren't that's that's you, on Ethiopia. We, the, Uganda, we advertise, but don't represent. Uganda is an enemy of the United States ever since they sent Kamala here to destroy the WWF in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably explain why. So, yeah, they're pretty bitter. We don't, they, pretty don't, bitter. Like, they don't now, get our blue uh, jeans. Now, whatever like, happened to Kim Chi? Kim, Kim Chi was uh, Kamala's <laughs> manager. Yeah. Or like almost like a handler. Yes, handler. Ooh. I don't know. That's a good question. Let's see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to step out. The, if anybody has the answer from those countries and is interested in expanding with Ethiopia and becoming Ethiopia. Basically, you can agree then, to it and have this done peacefully. Yeah. Or, you know, it's going to get done There's anyway. There's going to be war. I mean, let's not sugarcoat it for Right. They, they know what's like coming. Like Jake said, it's going to be all gerrymanderish, and they're only <laughs> going to they only want like certain things. So they're just going to yeah. like have like a snaking little strip of land and, into like, and then a big bubble around the thing they want. It's not like they're <laughs> being dishonest about it. Yeah, they're, they're crystal clear. They're just trying to let these countries that we mentioned before save face a little bit. That's right. It's like off making an offering instead of an ass whooping. It's a dove. It's an olive branch, if you will. So any of you countries who are interested in joining, just call Ethiopia <laughs> in your phone books, and that's. I think it only has one phone number, so, so you're going to get to who you need to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it is, what was that, 1-800-588-2300. So don't for, like, so call Ethiopia <laughs> I just got and, that. Get on the, <laughs> and get on the bandwagon. All right. Did you really get it? Yes, I did really get it, yeah. Get it, get it? Yeah. They want their empire, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, you don't act like you got it. I did get it. <laughs> Oh, no, it's 888-2300, I think. One, no, 1-800-588. You said it right. Yep. You said Expanding it right. Expanding your empire. That's right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, that's, I forgot Ethiopia had a theme song going even. That's yep. really good. Well, they kind of ripped it from another. Again. We're not going to say from where because not they're gonna, not paying us. No, they're not paying us shit. You start bringing the bucks like uh, Ethiopia, we'll talk. We'll yep. talk. All right. All right. Thanks, so, Ethiopia. Thank you. All right, back with Adam. Uh, yeah. So sorry. I mean. Oh, that's all right. Gotta do what gotta you gotta do. Gotta pay the bills. Gotta get paid. <laughs> that's what our you... tag. Come on. <laughs> we didn't even say it. Do you you live down here in Port-au-Prince, or is this just seriously like once a year Thanksgiving uh, vacation home? Strictly vacation home. Great place to vacation, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what you got? Is this uh is this your tour guide? Is this your, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. is this your uh, body? I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Howard. Yeah. yeah. Howard Butler. Howard, <laughs> Howard my butler. <laughs> okay. It looks like a cobbler, but I mean I'll take your word for it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Those shoes are stunning though, I gotta say. Yeah, with all the uh, concrete dust on them. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking greenish now. Yep. Changing color naturally. And then, of course... Well, we they're got, doing a yeah. lot of building here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of building here. Yep. Yeah. They, they might be trying. And then... Oh, I'm sorry. We got... I forgot to tell you who your hosts are. Jake Merch. Hi. Howard Butler. Yep. Queen Ote Merch. Hi. All right. Hello. <laughs> 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 All 
Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Kalina. How are you? We're good. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it all like Jeff Bailey, like make it sound like a stereotypical, like. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, my lord. Um, that's our thing every day rip on Jeff Bailey in some some way shape or form just start preferably to his face when he's not here (laughs) friend of the show Jeff Bailey (laughs) (laughs) should we just get him in here sometime like just to stop in and give him shit for as long as he'll sit here until <coughs> yeah. he leaves. Yep. Oh, I feel really bad though. He's such a good dude. That's why. I mean, that's why we would do it. He's a great sport, and you could just go and sport. go and go on him. I bet there's an end. Now, do yeah. they, now do people that are listening? Do they know who Jeff Bailey is? They could listen to episodes nobody listening. like sixteen <laughs> and maybe three or something like that. He's on a couple episodes. Oh, yeah. He was just <laughs> on a few episodes ago. Yeah, there He's aren't enough to like have to like. Oh, do I have to sift through? All? Yeah, you can sift through like twenty six episodes. Everybody <laughs> knows Jeff Bailey because he won the twenty thirteen Jukebox Comedy Club right. award show. Oh, that's right. And award since show. Then, He's been all over that stage. <laughs> he won a Kami at the Comedy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> He won a comedy. Yeah, Kalina didn't get that either. I did. God damn he it. He won a comedy. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, it's a dove. It's <laughs> like you say when you when you offer an olive branch, you say, hey, it's a dove. It's a dove. That's <laughs> what they carry. <laughs> All right. So, man, this place is fucking loud. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been in Haiti? How many years now? <laughs> he doesn't live well, here. <laughs> well, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm right up all the vacations that you've taken. How many years well, is you know, that? You, you come down for a week. It's I, I'm originally from central Illinois. It's super cold there right now. Yeah. So you go down in February for a week in, uh, to, to get away. Just a, in February on Thanksgiving? You go so down he's to, been down here oh, wait, ten that's, times. That's 5 26th of a year. Yeah. Man. You should move here for all that time. I'm not, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not going to move there. God, no, I'm not going to move there. No. Uh, just vacation. Just hit the beach. See the sights. The Squire Museum. Boom. Yep. Done. Back home. <laughs> <laughs> the site of Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Well, that, uh, the, how do you feel about the mid, uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's too and this is, this is, this is, this is real now. This we is were real. talking about we the Midwest. We actually were talking because about Because we were talking about New York. Yeah. We were talking about the Midwest. Yeah. And we were talking about fame. Yeah. And what was your point about fame? About how, like, that it would get annoying after a oh, while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would get obnoxious. If because you would become a monster, depending on where you live. Yes. Because I, my theory is in some place like New York, because it's a there's, like I was saying it, you you like kind of snowball your career in New York, and when it explodes and blossoms, you're good, you're golden almost, like you're you ride it out till the end, and you will be remembered. And there's still paparazzi and shit like that in New York City, but. It's almost I don't know the feel I get the feeling like it's not as overbearing as in like say How do we LA get on this? where you just roll because on Billy in Squire and, made his way in New York yeah like yeah came like mood and then kind of that's that's why there's that giant Lego thing of the Empire State Building with the big Lego Billy Squire on the side of it like like they got they got <laughs> 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 yeah 
And well, I, absolutely. I mean, that was his city. That was what he was talking about in Rock Me Tonight or whatever the fuck is on. He started the whole, like, Haiti-America fusion type music. He did. Like, where you get young. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Robert Palmer. <laughs> you know, I could go on and on. <laughs> you could. You, could. <laughs> you have. You absolutely could. <laughs> but yeah, LA, LA is, feels more intrusive, I guess. That's what I meant. And so I could see where people would gauge their fame by their recognition, but be careful what <clears throat> yeah, you wish for. Don't gauge your fame by your recognition. <laughs> that's the wrong way to go about it. How many people know about you? Yeah, that's, that's how yeah. you're that's like the definition so like, of you'll fame. You'll never get famous if you do that. <laughs> and I was just saying that I think uh, that the, there's that uh, belief out there that, oh, everybody from the Midwest is nice. Yeah. And everybody from the Midwest is polite and all of that. And I I don't think that's true. I think that's a myth. I think that's an urban myth. And... Um, I think, I, just... I, I think, you know, and I've been to New York. I've been to, you know, a lot of different cities. And frankly... Everybody who I've ever dealt with in a large city has always been has been nice and pleasant. They yeah. might be in a hurry, or they might be, uh, uh, but they've always been super nice. They're not classic. No, nice, I think that they're, they're nice. It's they're just... Midwesterners are like they're all overly polite, where like it's not even called for. I think that's the difference. It's not. It's like we're polite in the Midwest, and people in big cities are rude. It's that we, like, a lot of Midwesterners are fucking obnoxious with, the you know, you have to say hi to every stranger you see on the street Mm -hmm. and all that. That's what that comes from, and that is largely true, I think. I think think that's more in a rural type environment. Yeah. Because, like, I lived in Indiana, like, really near Chicago, and when I moved to, like, around this area, like the, you know, Quad Cities, Peoria area. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I was fucking shocked and weirded out, like, at how many people would just say hi to me. Like, I w- yeah. fucking hated it. Yeah. I remember so when, <laughs> when we moved to Indiana, like, that's true, when we moved to Hammond, like, <clears throat> I just was used to saying hi to everybody. Just like, oh, hey, if you look at me, I'm going to say hi to you, because like, why the fuck are you saying hi to everybody? I'm like, mm-hmm. because they, you looked at them. But yeah, I see that. I think my... I'm thinking more in depth of getting to actually know people on a level like the Midwest. It, it almost feels like there's just secrets to fucking hide, <laughs> like racism <laughs> or incredible like religious doctrine that makes you a hateful person. Mm-hmm. And that's not something anyone wants to see up the front on the front end. Sure. And maybe a little bit of a fear of the reality of it. So much so that it it just to me it feels like really kind of odd sometimes. Or maybe it's just really a system odd. put in place so that we all get help changing a tire on the side of the road, no matter how cold it is. <laughs> Did you? That's sweet. No, I mean the Midwest. Oh, just in general, living yeah. in the Midwest. I don't do it. I, don't I, know. I see through that whole Some thing. Some people. <laughs> it, sometimes it takes a while before somebody stops. You know what, though? That's not true. I'm trying to... I, I had that happen one day, and it took, like, 15 minutes before someone was like, Hey, you need help? I'm like, no, but that's real nice of you. Contrast that with Ho Chi Minh City, where everybody's rude. You'll be waiting there forever. Better not Dude, change it yourself. down here? I mean, I don't want to talk shit. <laughs> oh, my God. My car is still parked at the side of the road six blocks away with a flat tire from... I mean, technically from, like, two hours ago when we got here, but... Still, nobody's bothered to change it for me or anything. I told you not to pack your car. Well, (laughs) 
Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> when did you go to New York? And uh, was it New York City? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, um, I, I've been there several times just for vacations and trips and stuff like that. The last time I went in 08 for a long weekend and I saw Conan and Letterman when I was out there. So that was very cool. Nice. And then I went in 2010 just for a week just to hang out and see the sights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was there in 92 with family for a week just hanging How out. How do you remember? I'm terrible at remembering when I was places. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. Um, My friend's like that. I always was jealous. I want to remember shit like that. Like, <laughs> just, oh, and this year. Full yeah, yeah. Life. You know who remembers a lot of stuff? Mary Lou Henner. She does. She has like that brain disease where you remember everything. I remember, I have seen that story. Yeah, I have seen those news stories on her. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous disease. Is that all she's known for? And her stellar work on Taxi. Yeah. And her fantastic cookbooks. Yeah. I'm personally sponsored by Mary Lou Henner. She was on Brooklyn Nine recently, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking great. (laughs) Yeah, she does. The hell. So, how much did you get for that? I can't. I have a contract. I can't just. <laughs> what? Whoa! You got a side business. Going I tell you guys how much I made from stealing personal. all the money from the fake ads. Yeah, this is getting personal. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, we can talk about that later. I paid like half of my plane ticket. Personal as a phone booth. <laughs> Yeah, we went Sorry, to Sorry, man, that's a... Uh, we went to a conference a last humor. week. It was just... Oh we, were, we were at Herman Winthrop's TED Talk on the personalism of the phone booth. Yeah. <clears throat> Not going to get really it. Was it was discombobulating. How long was How long was the talk? Too long. How long can you I thought you were going to say about... two hours. No, it was like it was a like, day. Yeah. Oh, a day? Oh, my God. With breaks, sections. of course. But. Yeah. Like seminar in the morning, coffee break... Seminar kind of uh, overlapped lunch right a little up bit until too about much. Five twenty-five Super Bowl long break there, and then like another hour and a half. Yeah, I guess <laughs> when you factor in that there was a Super Bowl party, it was fine when all was said and done. But yeah, a day of phone booths. Well, like I thought, you did a good hour on how much he hates the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like freestyling it. Well, no, I think he was really angry. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk. Anyway, um, it, oh, it's so easy to buy weed in Port-au-Prince. It's like you just look for every anybody just with give dreads. Me joints. Just like, give you know. with dreads. Yeah, that's go <laughs> over well with these. Hey, <laughs> man. <laughs> we were in Cambodia once. Howard almost got his kill, so <laughs> it's okay. We can deal with the Haitians. It's all right. Steve Katz is what saved our butts. They love him there. He was the guest. That's just the luck of the draw right there. How would you think to send that guy to Cambodia and be like, this is going to work? And lo and behold. Wasn't he doing a TED Talk too? It was at Comic Con. It was at Comic Con. Yeah. By accident, but hey, fate. That's what fate does to you. So, uh. Good to be faithful. Adam also has a podcast too. Just yes. And it was, yeah, yeah. you said five years? Five years since Jan... Uh, let's go back to dates. Since January of 09. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I couldn't tell you the months we started this podcast. <laughs> the premise is that Last he, year. he interviews the comics that come to the jukebox to perform on yeah. weekends. 
So I mean, because he's a. It's a runs the full spectrum from like super talented people to just hackety hack hack ass hacks. Yep. The views expressed by Howard <laughs> Butler are not representative of the views of the Stand Up Chronicles podcast. No, this um, is like variety. But no, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we. Uh, I like talking to every, you know all the comics that come yeah. through because I think they all have interesting stories of how they got started and you know being on the road. What's the craziest weed story. The craziest <laughs> weed story. Yeah, uh, and whatever comes up, you know. Yeah. And so we've been uh, doing it for five years, and I always say we, as in there's a team of people putting it together <laughs> but it's really just me yeah I um, and so uh yeah there's over 200 episodes we've done now and uh, it's been great yeah yeah i've listened to some of them they're pretty interesting new it's one every to... couple of weeks yep that's the, the, By that's yeah that was just the, that was just a, a, a change we're going to uh now that we've done it for five years going to a bi-weekly format where beforehand i really tried to get them out on a weekly basis. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Hard you skip a, it's hard to do. You yeah. skip a weekend of people at the jukebox like every other it, week. And so, yeah, you you know, um, so we're doing it every other week now. And plus, uh, let's face it, after five years, the jukebox, I've talked to pretty much every comic that has come through at least once or twice now. Um, and when you're talking to them a half hour at a time, that's, you know, and you talk to them two or three times, that's hour, hour and a half interviews. Yeah. That's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. So who who was like the most screwed up, like on drugs and alcohol that you ever interviewed? And you don't have to give um, the exact name, but just okay. enough for us to insinuate what it is. Um, it, you know what? It's not. I haven't. It's been a, several years since I've interviewed somebody that's been really, you know, kind of drunk. It's usually when it's been after like a show, like after a late show or oh, yeah. something oh. like and that. Not, not that Ron White. Obviously, Ron White's gonna be intoxicated but i was right. thinking people you might not expect to be intoxicated that you've had on the show uh no oh, there's there's i wouldn't say i wouldn't i don't even have you an and most aren't just give it in code yeah i mean you can't say well there's been code. nobody that uh like i said it was years ago and it was was it after an open mind and it's usually and it will be like an older maybe like an older comic yeah, yeah I'd say that's a little bit more reliable I can see to that. assume the older comics yeah. are going to be yeah. a little bit fucked up. Yeah. yeah, and if yeah, if you're doing a show in a different city and it's like, fuck it, drink while you can. What were you going to say? No, it's you're, just that old. Oh, I'm a drink a lot. I don't care. What I was going to say, I bet the <laughs> highest person you've ever interviewed is Jeff Bailey. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, Jeff probably kept it pretty clean for uh, the interview. No, no, yeah. I mean he, he can keep it clean, but he, you know, and Jake, that's an act. That's like a Foster Brooks thing with pot. It's not actually pot. <laughs> it's stuck weed. It's like I go in his car and watch yeah. him smoke stuck weed with <laughs> Sam and Drift and Kalina and yeah, everybody, the whole game. So how are? I'll, I'll ask you this: How are things at the jukebox right now? How are things with the open Depends mic on scene? What day you're you're talking about. Yeah. So Mondays tonight's a Wednesday. And Tuesdays are pretty steady, even keel. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one's there. Uh, um, well, we're, we're crossing our fingers for now. I mean, it's because that's what you guys are getting ready. You know, After you guys get done with this, you are going down we're to the jukebox. Yes. Because yeah. it's double feature Wednesday night. Yeah. Yes. Which is at the end of the month every Wednesday. Yeah. Well, okay. There's four Wednesdays in a in a in a month. 
theoretically. Usually, yes. <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> generally. But sometimes. the first one is the debates. The last one is Joe, Joe Roderick's double feature show. And then the middle two will be open mics. The open oh, yeah. mics on Wednesdays are hit or miss. And a hit, miss, 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 pattern. <laughs> it's been so brutally cold this winter that it's really keeping people away, I think, from, like, even venturing yeah. to come. Well, like plus when they do, they're not rewarded. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. times. So they're like, yeah. well, I'm not going out that much cold again they, for that good at comedy. The open right. mics have been so few and far between, <laughs> too. So, like, when there is an open mic, the first one, there'll be, like, 20 people there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we didn't have the open mic last week because... Dan's mother passed away, so he moved that to like Thursday and mm-hmm. like let people go up. Which I mean, he totally switched the actual days Wednesday and Thursday because it sucked. Just like a Wednesday it means like everybody got their days switched and didn't even know it. So now what's <laughs> yeah, the deal? They're like, oh, it's Wednesday, so only two of us can. So I know tonight, when I first started going down there, they just did their open mic once on Thursday every yes. other week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Oh, no, I, not every other. Yeah, when I started, it was Thursdays only, but every week. Yeah. See, that's when uh, we and I go back even too. before yeah. that to when it was every other Thursday. Wow. So. How. Damn, I don't care how bad. I don't care how bad the quality of the shows are. I'm just glad that we have a lot more frequent shows. So, why do you think that's happened? Why do you think now. I mean, like I said, you're going up back in. 2002, 2003, you're going up maybe twice a month there. Yeah. Why do you think it's expanded to now Wednesdays and Thursdays? And well, now it? you can go up twice a week. Well, because there's just, I don't know, for like some that, one, one reason or another, there's just been a lot more people who want okay. to do comedy and people who are more talented at doing comedy. Gotcha. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a fucking awesome thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's good. I think that's it's good. really good. Yeah, I mean, it's not... <clears throat> We, it's mostly There's no a, money for a any of us, so why would it be competitive? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, but even if there is, it's almost just like a supportive thing, too. Like, yeah, you're going to try and get your time, but sure. you're not going to be pissed off if somebody else gets it, because you know it's like, all right, they're going to be good. You only get pissed off if somebody gets it, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, that's not, that is not worth their five minutes. That's my five minutes. Now, <laughs> are, are, <laughs> now are crazy people still showing up from every every now and then? Not enough yes. Not enough? Yeah. Not enough we have yes. There used to be a lot. Yes. There are. There is one guy who just started coming named Survey Larry. Yeah. He's like. Well, he doesn't. I named him Survey Larry. Yeah. Because he, he started talking about well, surveys. He, uh, on stage he said the me. he said the phrase "survey Larry" first, but he didn't know that he was giving himself a nickname. That was in his act. Gotcha. And then that, it just locked in my brain immediately. You're fucking survey Larry now, and I won't make sure of it. Now he is. <laughs> didn't he say? But did he's he a, say he's something? a weird like. He's not that weird. He's just a really, really unskilled, really old guy. Yes. Okay. But he he has sort of a rhythm and a cadence and uh, sort something. That it's just so perfectly wrong that it's actually kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. he does not play for an audience. No. He plays strictly to the back of the room, which is very bizarre. He'll be like, on the show eventually, this one. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. nice. All right. We would love to have him, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I really him. enjoy his Did comedy. Yeah, no. I, said, yeah. I asked him to do it during my act. Oh, that's right. And yeah. And I got his number afterwards. Awesome. He has this classic bit. Of, of the two times we've seen him where he Justin Bieber a, yeah angrily rants about Justin Bieber <laughs> he, no, the no first just ti- like 
you know, just like mildly irked Rance. Man, what about this Justin Bieber? Like old man Rance. <laughs> yeah. just Justin for, Bieber? We're going for like seven minutes trying to do like three or four lines of a Justin okay. Bieber yeah. thing right. that he had yeah. written, but it just takes him forever to get around to it. And everybody's laughing, so you know, just yeah. relax. Eat up some minutes with this. Exactly. <laughs> so he, he just stutters and stumbles all over the place. And finally he's, gets around to the line that he wrote about Justin Bieber. And it's if never, he's, never a payoff. If he's telling the truth, his personal life does not make sense to where, like, he's got a wife, wife and kids. He, he and left they're, her, like, is a girlfriend, too? No, she didn't leave him from what I heard. The girlfriend? No, the wife. Yeah, now I'm saying he has both. Oh, he does have bows. Uh-huh. He should have bows. But <laughs> somebody's got to make him player. happy. He's a real player. That guy's the best, though. I love that guy. Yeah. I know. I wish there was a lot more weirdos that would show up. Do you remember Don Mundy? Yeah. I've been telling everybody about Don Mundy, especially these new Survey Larry fans. I'm like, you guys have no idea. This guy is, this guy is junior varsity. Don Mundy is, like, senior varsity. Oh, yeah. Like, he's perfect. As far as, like, unintendedly funny. Where's he? When did he stop showing up? A couple, three years ago. About three years ago. He was an old guy who came over from Galesburg. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. He made the trek over to here? Yeah. That's not that much of a trek. I actually asked Dan for his number if he could find it for me about a year and a half, maybe two years after he stopped showing up. And first, I guess Dan knew kind of my mission here, and so he managed to do whatever digging he had to find it. Nice. And he gave me his number and I called Don Money. And you know how like he, he would apparently he never breaks character because he was just the same way on the phone when I talked to him and I was really drunk and we spent a good hour and a half on the phone. I was really effusive and I was like man we need gotta see you back. I'm like I will give you my time on that night if I see you. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And I would too. Did he show up? No, he just told he me. No, he just told me on the phone that he was like he can't, man. It costs too much to drive there. He th- he doesn't think he gets enough time either. Well, no, that's what prompted me to yeah. say, look, mm-hmm. man, I'll give you my time. And he's like, I think he was. He said something along the lines of, no, I'm expecting more like 40, 50 minutes. What? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's headlining. Not, not no. He doesn't think that. He's just like it's not worth my while to drive to Peoria. Well, I mean, everybody who wants, like, say you have an uh, an item, an object that you want to hang on to, and Somebody right. offers to buy it. We're like, no. Right. Yeah. Give me fifty grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then if you're not getting shaker. that, you're like, uh, okay. The, the open mics these days, you can get twenty minutes up there. Survey Larry got twenty minutes the first Don time he went to up. Take way more than his due. Also, was, he drove all the way Fuck you guys. That's, I'm no that's way too much at an oh, open for, mic. Yeah. For anybody yeah. at an open yeah. mic. Yeah. No, oh, this was this was an open mic where literally the audience was only comics. Yeah. Jeez. So, and we were all loving Survey Larry. So, uh, like, there for, were, for so, the first eight see, minutes, yeah, and then the next five or six, it wasn't that great. They, but he brought it back I, around, and I loved it. I went up to I Drift, and I was like, is he, how long has he been up there? And Drift, I mean, Drift put it in good perspective. He's like, I'm going to let him keep going for a little <clears> bit, because how many times do you think this guy's ever going to get this in his life? And I was right. like, yeah, that's true, but for fuck's sake, can you give it to him soon? <laughs> like... <laughs> Now it's how, getting long. Now, how long have you guys been going down to the club? Because I know Maybe Howard's been doing it for years. Year. <laughs> like, a, almost a year. year I like started April. in June, I think. Okay. April. Or May, I guess. You started you, in May. I started in yeah, May. I feel like, did I bring you up on stage for the first time? I, I feel like that did. April, it was probably end of April, like April 26th mm-hmm. or something. Okay, yep. yeah. 
Yep. Again, going See, back I to my dates. The end of April. End of April. April. Yeah. So back I'm like, to the yeah, dates. Yeah, I remember that. But uh, the date, yeah, it was there. End of, yeah, because it was, yeah, it would be. It was a double, it was a wasn't it a double feature yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. Yep. That's the right. And so take us, uh, what was that like for you? Did you, uh, was it what you expected? Was it? I love that you're, it's so I'm natural turning, yeah. to you. It's so natural. <laughs> I, you can't even help it. I can't. I love it. I didn't, Are you guys interviewing each other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hijacked the podcast. No, it's so funny. You're taking around there. Oh, it's fucking, well, because you've done it too, right? Like you did it for a long time. So yeah, yeah. It's fucking terrifying the first time you go up. Sure, it's just sure. Like, My arm would go numb oh, the first couple of times. Oh, I think I might have had so many strokes. <laughs> Which arm? I, I don't remember. I think it was, okay. let's see if I'm saying, uh, the left, I don't know, they probably it was the left, which is heart attacks. If it was the okay. right, that's when you kind of start going, oh my god, okay. I think, right? Or is that droopy face? I don't know. I don't know. Is <laughs> that <laughs> droopy face? Because <laughs> you get that in a stroke. I don't um, think it's that. So, so it was terrifying? So it was terrifying for you? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean. I, but you did fine. You know, I practiced it, like, to uh-huh. the T. <clears> I had it, like, timed at five minutes. And then that's when I started getting really anal about timing, was just like, Okay, I gotta get five minutes, five minutes, five. And now I like, I go, man, I hope I put five minutes together yeah, yeah, and yeah. going up, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you did it for the first time, what was was it on a showcase too? Or? No, this was way before there were ever showcases. This was back in 2000, 2002 there was or nothing. 2001. Oh, okay. There was an open mic this was every, every other like, Thursday, yeah. and there was the weekend. Yeah. That was it. For God's sake. Yeah. So I think I did it in. The, I did it four times in the summer of 2001, and then I took six months off, and that was probably like February of '02 when I really started doing it a lot more. Damn. But yeah, I uh, would go Everything. down to, so to do other open mics, I would go to the Funny Bone in uh, Springfield. Mm-hmm. Did that one a lot. Um, what other ones did I do at the time? Boy, that was about it. People yeah. used to drive around a lot. People used to, yeah. Uh, even... As recently as a couple of years ago, but now nobody drives anywhere. There's enough shows in the jukebox. Plus, it's like a friendly, nice confine. Yes. And we don't want to go to Springfield and have our butts kicked. We also don't have a lot of comics coming from other areas either. Not really. Like, even when I first started, it was, like, a lot more likely to see, like, a Bloomington comedian or, like, Champagne. Champagne scenes, like, has so many open mics now. Yeah. Oh, they can, um, like, do, like, two or three a week sometimes. Have you been to Mason City? Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. Okay. I've done it. So I, I've say, I thought I've seen pictures of you on the Facebook with Mason it, City, um, I, and I featured there as well. Uh, I've done, uh, at the, it was open at the time, it's no longer open, uh, Riddles in Orland Park, oh, which damn. is a suburb of Chicago. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. Let's see, uh, what else? Yeah, so we used to travel a lot. Uh, funny, I did a guest at the Funny Bone in Fair, which is no longer open, the Funny Bone in Fairview Heights, which is a suburb outside of St. Louis. Oh, I've done yeah. that one a few yeah. times and died like a, way more than nine And Howard, you just said something interesting. You said it's a jukebox is nice, friendly confines. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's that can be a good thing, but can't that also be a bad thing too? That you just get too comfortable for yes. a while, yeah. and you yes. really need to get out and and, right. s- and get in different environments. Like it's not doing me good any good. But people in their first year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right. we've been talking about this year, like our, like we need to get to Chicago and start and do like a weekend of open mics mm-hmm. and like, any place else. Any, just yeah, yeah. It's a great club, but you, I mean, that's why, especially why you need to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Because you really get a lot of variables controlled for you, and it just becomes too familiar. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm concerned about it, because I love the place, like, 
I think Dan's probably one of the most supportive club owners out there. That's one variable people. that's working for you that could work again. I mean, there's exactly. any yeah, number of them. But, like, I mean, I mean, just for, for here is positive. But, yeah, I can see where you, you, you need, need to, to break away. To places like Springfield where yep. nothing's controlled and things seem coordinated against you, actually. Yeah. You know, like with a giant television over your head, like with the greatest knockouts. Oh, my God. In, does in it UFC do that? history. Yeah, I had Ugh. that. At the fucking funny bone. That would be in annoying. But you were just doing it in the How bar. How's that here? a funny bone? But you were in the bar, <laughs> there, right? That's not funny That's at a, all. Like a Job funny bone. But, <laughs> yeah. Now you were in the bar area, right? At that That's break all time. Outside. Wait. Did... It was a uh, uh, Donnie's club. This other, not the one that in the mall, but that other club. That's a funny bone, isn't it? It's there, a, it's not a, there's not a there's, seating. There's not a room room. It is a bar. Oh well, when I was down there, there was um, you had the bar you had the bar area, and then you had the room. Maybe there was a room that I just didn't know where it yeah. was. But and yeah, we were, we were in the, the bar, bar area, and there was no stage, and you just like you're there's a separation of fifteen twenty feet from you and the audience okay. who's just sitting on the same level of floor. Hmm. There's a huge screen. Playing the UFC's greatest fucking knockouts when I was up there. I don't know what I think it was playing whatever when other people were up there, but it's just like, man, why did you decide you not you don't like me before I de- I haven't done anything. I just came here. Donnie, why'd you do that? <laughs> Donnie. Donnie. Donnie, B, come on. He's, he's owns. Oh them. now it's Donnie B's. I believe. Maybe it was always Donnie B's. You just saw that's why he was against you because you called it. Because you kept bell. calling it funny because like, it's Donnie B's motherfucker. Come on. Wasn't it a funny bone? It was a funny bone. Okay. It, well, yeah, guys. it was funny bone. You had funny bone Springfield, and then you had for a couple of years funny bone Bloomington. Bloomington had a funny bone. Okay, I know this one was in Springfield though. Is it still funny bone, or is it? Is that? What and then I think he might. And you probably have to wow. pay for. Yeah, okay. uh, I mean the the funny bone franchise or the funny yeah. bone name, yeah. and he probably just decided to stop paying for the name, yeah. and then ju- probably just became Donnie B's. I imagine. Makes sense. Well, all right, that's about enough pub for him. Change the fucking subject. I'm getting too much free pub for a guy who does not care for any good comedy. Okay. I have a question. <laughs> How are your um experiences in Mason City? I Great. Good, good. I love. Yeah. I love it. I like it there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, the nice thing about that room is uh, you can have a small group of people there, and it can sound like a hundred if everybody gets laughing. The acoustics it can, are good. The acoustics are very good. Yeah. Everybody's super nice. Uh, I like that stage because I feel like I'm on kind of like the Muppet Show yeah. when I'm there. Yes. It's got the cool. The stage is amazing. Uh, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of that uh, place. I'm a fan of Chris, and I'm a fan of Dr. Gonzo. And, and people in general are a fan nice of like yeah. comics, which you are, and we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, Chris is awesome. You know, the, I'm way more. I'm like I'm a nice likable dude. person, but not a likable comic. And Adam is, and I can see why he would go over well at Mason City. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I fucking just ate it the first time I went there, and it was like mid competition, like I think between the second and third round, like the sec- second round in the finals, and like man, I died up there. Because there was, like, no open mics, like, during that time. Yeah. So it was, like, the only opportunity I would get a chance to, like, try some stuff out. It was really, really rattled me. But then yeah, the last time we went... for you. <laughs> go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should go back. Well, then I went back again, <laughs> like, not that long ago with Kalina and Rashika and Trey. And we all, 
well, Trey and I especially did really great. Yeah. And, like, our comedy is more, like, weird. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, when I got off the stage, some, like, hot, like, 18-year-old smacked me in the ass. She wasn't 18. She was drinking. Oh, yeah. She was 21. She was probably 23. I don't know. She was a hot girl. That's that's the main point. Bloomington started backing on me. Either that or she was trying to rob me. I don't know. She was trying to get me on the party bus. That's all I Yeah, she was going to rob me. Mass robbery. (laughs) There's no such thing as this party buses for real. But, like, the weird thing with Mason City, I think, is, like, the kind of, like, rednecky type of humor goes over really well there. It's a small, like, racial small stuff. Small, stuff small, like small, that. Small. It's it's, so it's, it's purposely antithetical to that, like, my shit. Whereas I'm not necessarily trying to make friends with the audience or even be funny, per se. I'm just, mm-hmm. like, trying to do the anti-redneck. Yeah. Which is, they sense that, and they're like, fuck you. Yeah, they're not the town to, like, they're not the town to be fucked with subtly. Uh-uh. Like, I feel like if somebody came in and started insulting them, but on, like, you know, like, a, a, their level, they would fucking love it. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and you're like, they're like, Somehow he thinks they, he's I, better. Yeah, that's all fuck they get. You. That's all they get then, from me. Yeah. And then which is right, probably. I'm just like, <laughs> I thought I was better at hiding it than that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I... I like, yeah, I like the owner. I like Chris a lot. I think he's yeah. a super nice dude. Yes, Chris um, Fire. I don't know is who Ganjo is. I don't think I've ever met him. He um, owns the rest. Well, I, I don't think the restaurant's open anymore from what I've heard, but he uh, owned the restaurant next door. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never met him, but met Chris, and he was a really, really super nice guy. So, it's like, and that helps in the business, it seems like. Like, yeah, it's you, you have to be funny. What if the but guy if you're not who, a good what person. What if the guy who ran that place was a total asshole? I wouldn't go. And you still and you got killed every time you went there. There's no way you'd go back. No, because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a dick. He's a dick. Not Chris, but the, I mean, somebody like that. The imaginary Mason City owner, yeah. But I think that that, <laughs> that guy's an asshole. That yeah. imaginary guy. <laughs> I mean, let's, uh, but some of the comics that have been through, they're big names, like Drew Hastings yeah. and Jimmy Pardo, and yeah. um, some of those guys who have been through there uh, are big names, can sell out big clubs, yeah. but yeah. they and they come because Chris is such a good guy. Yeah. Chris yeah. Has he used to be nice someone oh, yeah. in the yeah. stand-up game, didn't he? Like back in the eighties, didn't he have? Like, he was kind of didn't he get around? I think a so. Bit? Yeah, he's out of Ohio originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. And speaking of Ohio, Cincinnati has a good comedy scene. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think so if you just were ignorant of all the scenes, but strange. Yeah, good. strangely in Denver too. Like Denver, yes. You wouldn't expect to have a really good scene, but it does. Mm-hmm. Denver is good. I don't know of any others undone. Any uncool? Minneapolis. Like, you wouldn't expect. I've always heard good things really? about Minnesota. Yeah. Detroit. Why? You're just talking out your ass. What are you talking about, Miami? I'm trying to ask real, like, real... South Carolina. Uh, Like cities you wouldn't expect to have a good scene, or just cities with a comedy scene in general? Like San Diego having no scene at all. I'm just guessing. That's I have no idea what kind of scene they have, but like a big city that you would expect to have some scene that doesn't, or, or... City you would not expect to have the Quad Cities barely has a scene now, like they have no central club. That's par, they're at par. It's Quad Cities. What do you expect? Yeah, Yeah, but that's four cities. I (laughs) I guess I didn't consider that. You know, four cities are close to close enough to they're close enough to like Iowa City, they're close enough to us. Four cities doesn't mean anything, Galesburg together. Like, there's enough places around there that that would be amazing if they had a decent scene or, like, even a yeah. club. Mm-hmm. 
that we could go to because that would be Gainesburg not that bad is. of a trip. Yeah. I think about an hour, a little more than an hour. Hour and a half to Quad Cities, yeah. But they do have like it they're they're kinda starting one up, it sounds like. Uh just with um Roz Talks, like doing open mics there. Those Roz Talks cities circa. have not synergized yeah. together to produce any better comedy scene than Springfield has. Yeah, they're forced together. They don't want to hang out together. It's like four Rockfords as a team like, <laughs> yeah. working together though. And being better this, than Rockford as a whole. Is Rockford's not one of the core Rockford's cities, right? Garbage. No, Rock no, Island. it's not. Rock Island. Rock Island, okay. Rock Island, Moline. Rockford is way Bendor. up in northwestern yeah. Illinois. Davenport. Davenport, that's it. Des Moines's like 300 or 400 miles away. And really? The best product from Rockford so far is a comic that I'm not going to mention his name, but he's real shitty. Oh, I was... Oh, yeah. How's that the best product? Because I'm trying to... God damn it, Kalina. <laughs> Kalina's so high, she doesn't even understand words anymore. I do, too. That was a really structured <laughs> sentence. Like, if he's shitty, but fault. he's the best product from that city, then what could that oh. mean about that city? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know your hate was so deep for that city, man. You didn't, know, can, you didn't know it was hate for, like, have you been, almost have, a minute. I've never been, been to Rockford. Rockford. No, I know no, no one in okay. Rockford. I don't what about know. Uh, Boom Boom? You know Boom Boom? Oh, yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He's Is he met him once. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I think yeah. he might even be the person from... Like the... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> The famous one. There you go. I, you know what, yeah, though? Like, fucking yeah. whatever. I, I didn't see any of his comedy... And he actually did really good business when he came here. I see his shows and I, like, su- like so really surprisingly did like really good numbers for like the level of comedian he mm-hmm. is. Like pretty much like a name that nobody knows. Like he drew a lot of people for the show. That's like he's insane. like no erotic hypnotic, who's like drawing like that guy was drawing like eighty people for late shows. Yeah, and I'm sure like Boom Boom was like more like. 20 or something that's fucking late shows when the temperature is like negative 10 degrees yeah so that's understandable you got it and he's not recognized nobody's fucking filleting water bottles on stage during the boom boom shows nope oh erotic hypnotic i'm like wait why would they be okay gotcha yeah i mean that's the only thing i saw from the erotic hypnotic is i went in People were filleting water bottles, and then I walked out. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't, this isn't for me. Do you have a favorite interview that you've ever done? Um, yeah. Uh, it was cool to interview Robert Schimmel. He's now passed away, yeah. but that was very cool. We talked that for like an good... hour. That was great. Yeah, I really liked I doing it. that. And, um, anytime I've ever gotten to interview Jimmy Pardo, that's been great. Uh, Greg Proops, uh, that was fun. Maria Bamford's been fun. That was a good. So one. yeah, there have been a too. lot of really. I've been very fortunate and very lucky to have a lot of great interviews. Good. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, and your show. And I hate to say we're running on the clock. All right. Uh, yeah, so you guys got to get going here. Stuff. Um, you have a podcast, Stand Up Chronicles. Yeah. And. Or is it Chronicle or Chronicles? Chronicles. Stand Up Chronicles. I thought so as Which you can just search for it in iTunes. It'll come up all 200 plus episodes. Greg Barrett was another great interview. There's so Uh, many on there too. I listen to it. I used to listen to it at work, my new position. I won't be able to, but I 
there's but like I had to uh, either have the door shut or not because if somebody swore uh-huh. it would be loud I'm like god damn it yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't keep playing with these levels I'm, just, I'm not getting any work done yeah <laughs> but it's sorry about idea. that yeah hey no whatever we swear and that's the great thing about podcasting is that you can do that stuff yeah. and you know and the one thing I like about it if it's good it's a hundred percent me yep if it's bad it's a hundred percent me yep you know there's you know nobody the there's nobody in the middle that's saying you know uh, that's doing anything. That's editing yeah. it for themselves, right. and you're like, this right. is not going to make sense. We yeah. we know different people that we want yeah. to get. Unlike with stand-up comedy, you can't blame the audience. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a thing I love to do. Yep. <laughs> you guys suck. Come on. I don't. I don't ever. Unlike Kalina, I don't tell the audience they suck. I haven't told them I they suck. Too, I though. just told them like, don't dude. Just say Kalina. I yeah, just, Howard just also like, does. Howard <laughs> really like went into an audience not that long ago. And it was it did not do him any favors. It never <laughs> does. It's usually so at that point I'm just like it's wrecked. Yeah, that's the way I figured. If you've been watching them for a while and they're not doing shit, then fuck it. They didn't come there to laugh in the first right. place, I guess. So. And again, uh, it's it's but it's hard. I, I mean, cry, you can't, it's it's so hard because when it's super cold out. Yeah. And it's, you know, well, the, do people have that much energy? And plus, yeah. sometimes, you know, when the, they're a super small audience, nobody wants to laugh yep. because that draws attention to them. Because I've done shows where they've been, like, sold out, and everybody's ready to go, and everybody's hyped up, and everybody's ready to see the headliner. And this is what their whole week has been. Like, hey, Friday, we get to go to the show, and we get to see this person, and they're ready for comedy. Yeah. Sometimes people are just, like, dragged to shows, or it's small, and it's cold, and it's dark out. Out, you know yeah and you know I could see too if they're like hoping it would bring their spirits up and then they don't like any of the comments right. and they're like for fuck's sake but I've I also had it before I... where I thought I completely bombed and then a half dozen people come up to you yep. after the show and be like oh that was so funny that was super oh really well, yeah. well it sure didn't, didn't seem like it on yeah. stage so Here's... I think it's all I, I think audiences have levels too yeah. some are just maybe legitimately having a good time but just aren't like you know, yeah. laughing super hard. That's just how that group dynamic is, where they're just yeah. not laughing hard. And we're in the Midwest, where we're super polite. So we're, we're, yeah, so you they're going to be nice laugh, but in a very yeah. respectful way. I think it's like it's like <laughs> pornography, where you watch something on Comedy Central and you hear all these laughs, but some of them are fake. Some, yeah. some of them are just piped in, and you expect, like, how come my laughs aren't that long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave you. <laughs> I'll leave you with this open mic. My laugh's short. I feel like my laughs are super short. Like, fuck. I'm going to have to fill in on that laugh. I want to know what I'm saying. I'll leave you with this open mic story. This happened at the jukebox. And the nice thing about the jukebox is no matter how good or bad you do at the open mic, everybody's going to at least applaud. Yeah. Like, you're at least going to get the applause, you know, for putting the effort in. And I've only seen one comic ever go up who did not get any applause. We had a guy go up. He was an African-American gentleman. And he was just, uh, and he, I guess he was just a crazy guy. Because he would just get on, he was just, and this is the only time he was ever there. And he was just like, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm the greatest of all time. He, like, was, just doing. Was he a homeless guy? I'm not, I, I, I don't know. Not, I'm I don't not know. I'm trying to do a joke here. No. Oh, the guy I'm thinking of, I think maybe it was white. Anyway. I don't know. So anyway, he gets up on say it was the only time I'd ever seen him there. And the next guy that gets up there is <laughs> <Greatest of all time. laughs> it, yeah, just doing Muhammad Ali lines, and they had to turn the lights off on him. <laughs> and he gets off stage, and the next guy goes up, and he's got the camouflage like jacket on, shaved head, and he goes, "Keep that 
N-word away from me. And never in the history of the jukebox have I heard the air sucked out of the room so quickly. That vibe used to be in there more more so, though, back in the day. What? The the sort of like peaking so well like I don't know now fucking I don't want to and I you know what I think I think you're right and I think since it's gone no smoking that has gone away and I think Dan has brought in better comics yeah and I think it's racist smoke more I I think yeah honestly I think they don't and there's do you know how many people do you know how many people I've talked to that have said I don't go down there because it's so smoky and the niggers oh really so you just you got two things together like you know what. Taking a large enough sample size here, I think <laughs> this, maybe it's gotten this better. This represents because... majority of the South. <laughs> so I think the the audiences at the jukebox have gotten better over the years. Uh, They've gotten so, better that way, though. Specifically, I think for real. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just being less like it seemed like people used to be ready to jump on anything racist if there was just that typically like in which that type of audience used to occur a lot where. It would be white and just like, eh, just you get the sense that they would be okay if somebody's set went into that, which it was sometimes. Yeah. All right. This is all such good discussion, but we do have to go. So we're done, guys. All right. Well, well thank Adam. you all no, very kidding. much for having me. Thanks, Adam. Next week, uh, tune in. It's going to be Adam Harris 2 telling yes. just all good stories about the early days of the jukebox. <laughs> yes. Back from when it first began. And me, like, from way before you guys came there. The place used to be fucked up, I'm telling you. (laughs) Voluptuous Val. There used to be a guy who came who would bring a, um, like, uh, a box of, of, like, props on on the stage. And, yeah, there was... There was... People that I did not see. These are way... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to have to get you back. Okay. Uh, So we're going to do that in the very near... Oh, Stand Up Chronicles, the podcast, and it's a website, right? Stand-up yeah, standupchronicles.com. Search for it in iTunes. Do you have Twitter uh, or anything you want to... Uh, stand up, at Stand Up Chronic. There you go. And okay. also, I would just like to say I would like to see Adam be doing comedy himself more often. Yes, oh, thank that would you. be nice. I don't know yeah. That would be nice. He's a very, very funny guy, and what I said earlier about him being consistently funny at Mason City was by no means to insinuate that he's a hack. No, 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 not at all. I've I've only seen Adam do comedy once, and it was very good. Oh, yes. thanks, thank you very much. Well, he'll come back. You got to get back up. Well, but so. well, yeah, I'll be in from time to time. Awesome. And right. uh, I I'm at Americalina. Jake is at Jake FM. Howard is at at, at Howard L Butler. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. This has been at Plays in Peoria. So, uh, be- goodbye.